0: Thanks for tuning in to Freedom House Podcast. We're always encouraged to know God is working through this church as we change our world one life at a time. We'd love to stay connected with you by following us on social media at Freedom House OC, as well as our YouTube channel. Let's listen in on today's message. Hey, Freedom House, how are you doing today, man? Thank you so much. Allow me to come in, to be in your homes, uh, to be on any of your devices that you work, that you're watching the service today. Man, it's such an honor to be here in the house of God with you today. Man, you know what? I love your pastor so much, Pastor Josiah and Pastor Marie. Man, there is such a blessing to my wife and myself and my wife's life. And, man, they've just been so good and everything that they do, man. their, Their hearts are pure. Uh, Man, they're just great people, man, and we love them. They love us. And, man, we're just so proud of what you guys are doing here. To all the Dream Teamers, man, all you guys who are working diligently behind the scene, uh, to the media department, to our music department, man, we just want to say thank you for all that you're doing. To all the outreach team, man, you guys are amazing. You're rocking. You're being the hands and feet of Jesus to the community. And, man, let me tell you that God is watching and He's counting the cost. And, man, believe me, Amen. You are going to be blessed for all that you do. So once again, my name is Pastor Mike affectionately uh, known as Uncle Mike here and, and I, I, I have to say this. It's so different without you in the building. It's so different. We know that the church is not the building, but it's the community of the people. And I miss you guys so much. I haven't seen you in a while. I miss you all. I wish you were here so I could give everybody a hug. But you know, nowadays, man, everybody's kind of scared to hug everybody because you don't know if you hug somebody, if you're going to be living after you hug them or not. But hey, you know what? If you was here, I would give you a big old hug. But hey, I'm going to give you a bear hug today and just say how much I love you and appreciate you. You know, I think my pastors, all said today is Pastor Oban and Pastor Lissette, who's been uh, tremendous blessings in my life and my wife's life, and we just, I just want to say to them and honoring them that I love you and thank you so much for allowing me to be who I am today. Amen, amen. I kind of like to want to take my time a little bit, not too long, but just enough to kind of like talk about where we are today and and... I know you guys have been in a series called Seasons. And in the midst of this time, the seasons have come and seasons have gone. And even with the pandemic and all the racial uh, injustice, things that have taken place, I just want to encourage you to let you know that God is still in control. I want to speak to you today about seasons, I want to kind of like stay the series, but I want to talk a little bit about how to deal with storms in your seasons. I want to talk about the stormy seasons in our lives. You know, everything kind of like shifted back here a few months ago, and I was sharing lunch today with uh, Pastor Louie and Pastor Brian, and I was speaking to them about on March 20th of this year, Uh, Uncle Mike turned 60 years old, and I remember leading up to that day uh, I was going to the gym. I had been 30 days into my workout. My wife had promised me a great vacation We were gonna leave and go and spend a week out in Maui and just have us a great old time And then all of a sudden on the very day of my birthday is when everything shifted and My hashtag, if you had been following me or watching or or catching anything, my hashtag was hashtag the new 60. Because I was going to make 60 look brand new. You know, I was not going to be the one that, are you really kidding me? And I know you're looking at me right now and say, he's not 60 years old. I mean, of course he's not. Look how great he looked. Well, how fit he was. But... Everything shifted, and and we found ourselves, even as a church, uh, making pivotal moves, and we found ourselves uh, changing things up, and, and you know, I, I was sharing with them that I think I was one of the first ones who had what they call the Zoom birthday party. I remember my family on that day, they're all on a Zoom link, and they're all wishing me happy birthday and singing happy birthday to me, and, and I'm pretending like I'm feeding them cake, and it's just seemed like it was something different and I just remember that day and kind of feeling indifferent about what was going on but one thing I I was able to look at is that I still had life and that God still had me to be able to enjoy my family even though they wasn't with me physically they were with me spiritually and they were able I was able to see them on my birthday there's some of us today who is not able to see loved ones. There's some of us today who have not been able to be with the ones that we love due to this stormy seasons. We have found even when people are sick in the hospitals and families have not been able to visit their loved ones. Family have not been able to be there. You have nurses actually holding uh, the, their phones so that they can iMessage or to FaceTime loved ones so they can say either, we're praying for you to get well, or unfortunately the words, we're going to miss you. And so today, I want to talk about how do we deal when we're going through a stormy season. Luke tells us this in eight twenty-two twenty-five. 25, it says, one day Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into the boat and they set out. And they sailed, and he fell asleep. And as he fell asleep, a squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. Verse 24 says, the disciples went, and they awoke him, or they went to wake him up, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. Can you imagine going to Jesus and Jesus is chilling down at the bottom of the boat and, and you're crying out, Master, we're going to drown. And, and he got up and he rebuked the winds and the raging waters and the storm subsided, and all was calm and he looked at them and he said, where is your faith? Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says this. To everything there is a season, a time, and a purpose under the heavens. Let me pray. Lord, I thank you this, today that this word will penetrate the hearts, the minds of those who are able to hear this today. I ask that your Holy Spirit, Lord, would just resonate throughout this message. And that, Lord, lives will be touched, renewed. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So when we look at Luke 8, 22, and it talks about Jesus and the disciples on their way to the other side. Jesus tells the disciples, hey, let's go to the other side. And I'm not sure because it doesn't tell us in the Bible where they were going and why they were heading to the other side, but Jesus, he commanded the disciples to let's go to the other side of the lake. So the Bible tells us that they got into the boat to set out. Now, what I really got out of this is that when Jesus told the disciples, let's go to the other side, it wasn't that he was telling them this as there's a possibility. He wasn't saying, hey, let's possibility or let's make a possible effort to get to the other side. What he was telling them that I promise you that we're gonna get to the other side. There are some of us this morning in the sound of my voice or today in the sound of my voice that's looking at how are we gonna get to the other side? Some of us have lost our jobs. Some of you may have been in a position that uh, where all these different proposals are not going through. You may find yourself in a place to where we're going to stay or, or what is it that we're going to have enough money for our bills. But I'm here to tell you today that God is going to take you to the other side. That is not a a possibility, and I want to encourage you today. It's not a possibility, but it is a promise that he will take you to the other side. So it says that he got into the ship or into the boat, and he fell asleep, and as he was falling asleep, I can imagine the disciples are on the boat, and they're all chilling, like, hey, where are we going? What's going to happen? They're on the boat. They're excited, but all of a sudden, in the midst of their excitement, the season changed and, and all of a sudden the environment changed and a great storm came upon them. And so here they are now trusting Jesus to get them to the other side, but he's nowhere to be found when the storm comes up. And so I can imagine the chaos in, and then it says here that the disciples ran down and, and they found him and they're saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. There's some of you this morning that think that you're going to drown. There's some of you today that think you're going to drown. But I'm here to tell you that you're not going to drown. You're going to be able to walk on water. You're going to be able to stand up against the raging seas. You're going to be able to hold your head up high because when you come up out of this, you're going to come up out of this more stronger. You're going to come up out of this more wiser. You're going to come up out of here more victorious than you've ever been in your life. And so you see here that in the fear and amazement after Jesus spoke to the storms, and he says, peace, be still. And they were in a maze because he didn't get out and perform any miracle. He didn't get out out the ship or get out on top. All he did was spoke to the environment. And I'm here to encourage you today that Jesus will speak To your environment, Jesus will speak in the midst of your storm. Jesus has a way of shifting things and pivoting things on the on the on the dime. Jesus had a way has a way of turning things around. While you're looking to have them turn around, Jesus has already turned them around. You know, your storm will expose the level of your praise and your faith. I'm gonna say that again. A storm will, will oppose or expose the level of your praise and your faith. Most storms or crises will cause you to lose your excuses. Most storms or crises will cause you to lose your excuses. What do I mean by that? Is that you will learn how to not have an excuse. Because, see, let me tell you something. A good excuse is a worse excuse because it's so valid and we tend to believe it. We continue to tell ourselves the same excuses over and over and over a time to the point that we believe it and we can't achieve because we have too many excuses. But a storm will change the way that you look at an excuse. When you look at it, Point number one, it says, the enemy wants you to make permanent decisions and seasonal moments. Proverbs 3 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will, and all you do, and he will show you which path to take. We're wondering. Are the schools going to open? Are the schools not going to open? Should we open church? Should we not open church? Should we have outdoor service? Should we not have outdoor services? Well, you know what, one thing that my pastor is, he's very uh, 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 fixed on and, and he's constantly reminding me is that, Mike, one thing that we're going to trust, we're going to trust in the Holy Spirit, then the data. So what did he tell him? He said, we're going to trust with the Lord. How is God guiding us? We're going to trust that God will give us the right path and the right direction for such a time as this and the storms and the seasons that we're in. So you have to trust him. Trust him in all that we do. It's not what's happening to you, but it's what's happening within you. It's not what's happening to you at this moment. And I want you to look, look, look right here, look, look me right here in my eyes. This is Uncle Mike talking to you t- today. It's not what's happening to you. It's what's happening within you. How are you going to come out this season? Are you going to come out better or are you going to come out bitter? Are you going to come out older or you're gonna come out wiser. You gotta understand something, during this time, the enemy wants to attack your mind. He wants to attack your soul, and, and you gotta understand something, is that you are the keeper of your soul. You are the keeper of your soul. Your soul, your mind is like a stream, and you are the keeper of that stream. And if you allow anything during this season to come in to pollute that stream, your mind, it is not what's happening to you, it's what's happening in you. It is your job to be the keeper of your mind. And when you look at number two, it says, your season of praise will outweigh your season of heaviness. Isaiah 61.3 says, to provide for them that mourn in Zion— to give unto them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I can feel right now this morning or today that there's someone today that's heavy. There's a heaviness on your heart. You may have lost someone or you may have lost something during this time and, 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 and you're walking around and you can't sleep at night. Uh, you, you, you're not getting any rest. You may lay down to go to sleep, but you're not getting peace. And, and, and you're finding yourself so like in knots, and, and I don't know who I'm speaking to. The Holy Spirit is ministering to someone today, and, and but what I want to tell you today, this morning, that someone's heavy burden is being lifted right now. I believe that the Holy Spirit is working right now through this live stream. I believe that the Holy Spirit right now is working through this message and through this time that he is ministering to someone. There, There's some things that's being shifted. There's some things that's being turned around. Come on, you, you need to look at what I'm saying here right now. That the Lord is saying that your heaviness is being lifted and he is giving you a garment of praise. It's not about going around, sitting around, worrying about what's happening. This is the time to give God praise and all that you're doing and all that you're going through, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, that God has your back and that season of heaviness is leaving you this morning. Come on, can I get someone to give God praise today? Your joy is coming back. The Bible tells us weeping may endure for the night, but joy is now. Your joy is now. Come on, somebody say, my joy. Come on, say it. My joy. My joy is now. Your mind is being cleared. Your heart is being purified you're starting to feel that God is moving and and, and it's no longer that we're going to sit back and wonder when this is over. We know it's going to be over. We know that it's going to come to an end. We know that God is going to prevail in the end, that God is going to win. But in the midst of this, you need to give God praise. You need to lift up the name of Jesus. You need to be praying. You need to be, at this time, it's not about what we're going to do, but it's what we are going to do. And we're going to go into. prayer prayer. We're going to be praying. We're going to be fasting. You know what? I, I, I was talking with some of my buddies, and, and, and I was telling them about the time that when I first moved out into the desert, and when I moved out into the desert, uh, 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 I, I After a month or so of being there, our home got broken into. And so we didn't have a a, a security alarm or anything. Our house got broken into. And, you know, they came in, violated us. They wiped out our house, took some things out of there. And I remember talking to this wise man, and I told him, I said, you know what? I can't believe that somebody broke into my house and took my stuff. And I remember the very words that he told me. He said, Mike, you need to understand something. In this day and age, in in the world that we live in, we're so quick to set up the defense before we set up our offense. He said if you had a burglar alarm, it's a possibility that you could deter the person from breaking in. But now you're you're gonna go in and put the defense up when you should have had your offense up. What am I trying to tell you this morning? A lot of times when we get attacked by the enemy, when we get attacked, we wanna go into spiritual warfare. You don't want to go in spiritual warfare after the attack this is the time to go into spiritual warfare. This is the time to set up your offense so you don't have to worry about your defense. If you got a great offense on the field in any football game, the defense is sitting back on the bench watching the offense score. I'm telling you this morning, you can be scoring if you got your offense. All you gotta do is break down on your knees, start giving God praise, start praying the word of God, start praying over your situation, start praying over the state. This COVID is not gonna Leave with no vaccine. This COVID only going to leave by prayer. The Word of God said that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then when I will heal the land. Come on, somebody. I feel this thing today. Your season of abundance will outweigh your season of lack. Your season of abundance will outweigh your season of lack. The disciples, master, we're gonna drown. Master, master, wake up. We're gonna drown. Isn't it funny that we can trust God when he's on top, we we can trust God more when we're on top. Don't you know that God can be top, he can be bottom, but his promises are still the same? He didn't say that we might go over to the other side. He promised them, let's go to the other side. Isn't it, isn't it funny how when we're in trouble is when we question God isn't it funny that when we're in a stormy season we question God even though he said I will supply all your needs we still question God when we in need come on somebody even though he said that by my stripes you are healed We still question God. God, am I going to die from this thing? God, am I going to catch it? God, am I going to not get well? And God is saying that by my stripes, you are healed. And we still... Question God, even though he may be in the bottom of the ship, I'm here to tell you that God promises would never fail. God is still performing miracles. God is still acting. This is not the time to question God, but this is the time to start getting on your knees and start praying and thanking God for what he's doing in your life. Come on, somebody. Your season of abundance will outweigh your season of lack. It says here in 2 Corinthians 9 and 10, now, may he supply seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. During this time, I have seen more miracles take place. I have seen more people who, through generosity, who continue to give to the different churches and ministries, as they continue to be generous, God is opening up the floodgates. There's been more people that I know of during this season where you would think that the economy is crashing or the economy is, 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 is keeping things on hold. They're telling me that they're getting brand new houses. There's people who are getting brand new cars. There's people who's coming out of debt. The churches, you are finding in most churches, in the in most financial stability state than they've ever been before. It's because what God is, is looking at is now this is my church. This is what I have called the people of God to do. I have called the people of God to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Now that I have got you out of the building, now that I have got your attention, and now you are focused on me, I can focus on you and pour out the abundance of blessings that I have for you. For every seed that you have sown, In the last season, for every seed that you have sown along the way, what you are now doing is you're reaping the harvest. You are reaping the abundance. You are reaping the things that God has promised you. Don't stop sowing in this season. Don't stop sowing in this time of lack. Don't stop sowing. The more you sow, the more God is going to bless you. Do you believe that this morning? This is the season where God wants to meet you right where you are. God wants to meet you right where you are. What do you mean by that? Well, maybe your faith is low. Maybe your trust is low. Maybe you don't see how you're gonna get out of the season. Understand this, God wants to meet you right where you are. It doesn't matter how you meet him, it doesn't matter how he meet you. You may be tore up from the floor up, but God is saying, I want to meet you right where you are. And then this is a season where God is moving you from where you are to where you need to be. He is moving you from where you are to where you need to be. And as I close, the last two things I want to tell you is this. God wants to make you who you were made to be. He wants to make you to who you were made to be. And he wants to multiply you to who you are to become. We're dealing in a season. We're dealing at a time. We're dealing with a situation that we can't put our hands around. It's like something that's lurking and you just can't touch it and, and, and you don't want it to touch you, but it's lurking. Believe it or not, this may not be where Jesus is coming. But people of God, we are in a dress rehearsal. We are in a dress rehearsal getting ready for the arrival of Jesus. We are in a place that he is speaking and the land is crying out. The world is hurting. And he's saying that if my people who are called by my name, And and this is the part right here. If if they will humble, humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. And I will heal the land. God is still in the healing business. God is still working miracles. God is still working behind the scenes. It's not about the governor. It's not about our officials, our electric, electric electrical, electric, elect, election officials. Our president, we ought to pray for all of them. God has put us in a position for us to pray. And it's not about who you like and who you don't like. The Word of God said that we are to pray for those who are in control or those who are in offices. And so if we will humble ourselves, that means to break away. All opinions to take away all beliefs of what we think it should be, and through your stormy seasons, trust God. I believe that today someone has found Jesus. In your boat. Someone has found that Jesus may have seen that he was lost, that he may, like the disciples who found him asleep at the bottom of the boat or the ship. But one thing that they found out that he never exited the boat, he never exited the ship. God has not exited your ship. He has not exited your boat. He is still on board. He is still on board to carry you to the other side. It's not a promise. It's not a might be. I'm sorry, it's it's not a, it's a promise. It's not a might be. It's not, it, it, it could be, but it's a promise that he's going to carry you to the other side. Thanks for joining us today. We pray you were encouraged by this message. Show us your support by sharing your favorite podcast on social media and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Freedom House OC today. See you next week.